From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, August 27th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio flags are flying at half-staff in honor of the people killed during the attacks at the Kabul airport in Afghanistan, including one U.S. Navy medic from Ohio. Tracy Townsend reports. An Ohioan is among the service members who were killed. The mother of Max Soviak confirmed his death to our sister station in Toledo. Soviak is a 2017 graduate of Edison High School in the Sandusky area. The Pentagon said the attack involved just one suicide bomber at the airport gate. The U.S. Department of Defense initially said there were two. I'm Tracy Townsend. Top Ohio officials are reacting to the bombing in Kabul that killed more than a dozen U.S. troops and injured countless others. More from Yolanda Harris. Governor Mike DeWine addressed the situation in Cincinnati. This has been a very disturbing and sad thing to watch on TV. And of course, what happened today is just gut-wrenching. Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown tweeted that the administration must evacuate all Americans and vulnerable Afghan partners and thanked our troops and diplomats risking their lives to stem this humanitarian crisis. And Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman said a statement calling for everyone to express gratitude to all the men and women who have put themselves in harm's way. I'm Yolanda Harris. Metro Health System, which has four hospitals and more than 20 health centers in Northeast Ohio, is the latest in the state to require employees to get coronavirus vaccines. Monica Robbins reports. 80% of Metro Health employees already received the COVID vaccine. Now the last 20% have until October 30th to become fully vaccinated or risk losing their job. Metro Health already mandates flu vaccines, as well as the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine as conditions of employment. About 30 percent of Ohio hospitals already enacted vaccine mandates and others will likely follow. I'm Monica Robbins. Ohio Health System in Columbus says it is taking steps to deal with a surge of COVID-19 cases. Lindsay Mills has the details. John Palmer is Director of Public Affairs for the Ohio Hospital Association. He says hospitals in other states are facing waiting lists for the intensive care unit, and that's a position Ohio needs to avoid. The understanding that it's not so much a bed capacity concern versus a staffing uh, concern. To free up staff and hospital capacity, Ohio Health announced it is pausing elective procedures that require a patient to stay overnight due to an increase in COVID-19 patients. Right now, Ohio Health is the only local hospital system to do this. In Columbus, Lindsay Mills. Cedarville University, a private Baptist college just east of Dayton, has seen a huge surge in Delta variant cases in the two weeks since students arrived at campus. Yolanda Harris has more with university spokesman Mark Weinstein. 281 students have tested positive, more than 7% of the student population. That means campus protocols are changing. We hope these plans that we've um, implemented are going to pay off and uh, reduce the spread and uh, bring us back to uh, a more normal and manageable level. Classes will be flexible, meaning students can choose to attend classes online. And now, although this was not the case before, masks are required indoors. This plan is in place until at least September 7th. I'm Yolanda Harris. As Republican Governor Mike DeWine gears up for his re-election campaign next year, Democratic opponent Nan Whaley has called on him to take stronger action on the pandemic. Dave James reports. 
DeWine, among the most aggressive of governors at the outset of the pandemic, has since seen his emergency powers limited by his fellow Republicans in the state legislature. He has cited that for not imposing new mandates, as well as a belief that most people now want to make their own decisions. Whaley, the mayor of Dayton, last week called on DeWine to mandate mask wearing at all K-12 schools. DeWine has urged school districts to require masks, but stopped short of ordering them to do so. Dave James, I went in news. Members of the Ohio National Guard are deploying to Washington, D.C. on a planned assignment today. Tracy Townsend reports. The Guardsmen will spend a year at the U.S. Central Command. About 80 soldiers from the 174th Air Defense Artillery Regiment were honored during a ceremony in Zanesville. The National Guard tells us the deployment has been planned for months and is not in response to the events in Afghanistan. I'm Tracy Townsend. A Southwest Ohio school district is reeling from two tragedies in the space of just one week. ONN's Steve Vaughn explains. Hamilton police say three people were shot early this morning. and When they arrived on the scene, they found one of the victims, a teenage girl, had already died. The other two were rushed to the hospital. McKenna Riley was a student at the Hamilton City School District's Miami Alternative School. This is the second time the district has had to deploy their crisis intervention team this week. A nine-year-old Bridgeport Elementary student was killed in a car crash on Monday. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Two Ohio House Democrats have asked the state watchdog to investigate the involvement of several DeWine administration officials and others in a $60 million bribery scheme alleged by federal prosecutors. A complaint filed by state representatives Jeffrey Crossman of Parma and Casey Weinstein of Hudson asks Inspector General Randall Meyer to investigate four DeWine staffers, Legislative Director Dan McCarthy, then Chief of Staff Laurel Dawson, then Policy Director Michael Hall, and Assistant Policy Director Ann Vogel, as well as former Public Utilities Commission Chair Sam Randazzo, whom DeWine appointed, and Scott Ellisar, the PUCO's Legislative and Policy Director. DeWine's spokesman claims the complaint is politically motivated. And a youth baseball team from Southwest Ohio is two wins away from a world championship. More from Steve Vaughn. Hamilton's Westside Little League All-Stars defeated California 4-2 Thursday night to win a spot in the semifinals of the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. It means so much, uh, I think, to the city. Um, everybody should be very, very proud of these boys. They work so hard, um, and they respond. Coach Kenny Coomer, Hamilton will play South Dakota Saturday afternoon on ABC. The winner plays in Sunday's championship game against either Hawaii or Michigan. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 